election fraud is actually admitted. Just be sure not to complain about it if you were not participating in the election fraud. Details of this latest standard from the left will be offered on today's episode of World News Brief. It's good to be with you. I'm Bob Siegel, your host for this week. You will recall on previous radio shows a prediction I made and have made on multiple occasions. I said what Democrats and liberals deny today, they will admit tomorrow. In fact, not just admit it, they will brag about it, revel in it. And that is just exactly what I said would happen once the dust settled after the 2020 presidential election and a few years went by. Now, this is nothing new and it was not a difficult prediction. We saw this before with socialism. When Obama was president, conservatives were calling him a socialist. And the blowback from the left was that this was an insult. And how could we dare resort to such name calling? Even fellow conservatives stood up on behalf of Obama. Michael Medved, radio commentator, who I actually like and respect, went on the air and said that when conservatives called Obama a socialist, they were sounding like an idiot. Obama claimed to be a capitalist. He claimed to love capitalism. How he said it with a straight face is beyond me. But flash forward a few years later, Bernie Sanders is running and he's bragging about being a socialist. And today, it's so fashionable for people to claim to be socialist-leaning. In fact, they embrace it as if it's a badge of honor. So what is denied one day is admitted to and reveled the next day. Why? Because the frog is being boiled so slowly that people don't notice the incremental change. Incremental a step at a time, that is. And then we find ourselves way to the left of where we once were. We wake up one morning and find the country in disarray. Well, getting back to the election, I'm reading a report from Market Watch regarding a Rasmussen poll. And Rasmussen as you know, is one of the more accurate pollsters. A new poll by the Heartland Institute and Rasmussen Reports found one in five voters who cast mail-in ballots during the 2020 presidential election admit to participating in at least one kind of election fraud. When asked, during the 2020 election, did you fill out a ballot in part or in full on behalf of a friend or family, such as a spouse or child? 21% of respondents who said they voted by mail answered yes. Filling out a ballot for someone else else is illegal in all states, although many states allow people to assist others with voting. Additionally, 17% of mail-in voters said they voted in a state where you were no longer a permanent resident. 17% of mail-in voters also admitted to signing a ballot or ballot envelope on behalf of a friend or family member. Both voting in a state where you are no longer a permanent resident and forging a signature on a ballot or ballot envelope are fraudulent activities that invalidate votes when caught by election officials. Now, I know what some of you are thinking. Aside from the clear wrongdoing of voting in a state you no longer live in, you might be saying, well, these people may have been doing it sincerely. Just because they filled it out on behalf of a family member doesn't mean they weren't accurately reflecting it. But it's ripe with fraud potential anyway. 
That's nothing. That's just where I'm beginning. Now, check this out. This is another story I'm reading from Straight Arrow News. They're also getting their stats from Rasmussen. And this was an interview of a segment of elites. What do we mean by elites? People with significantly greater wealth, higher levels of education, participants in news organizations like NBC, ABC. It says, now 77% of this group, three out of four, believe that you should coerce the American people into doing the things they want. So in the name of climate change, they would force all of us to buy electric cars, even though only 6% of the American people want to buy one. At the same time, they have very strong feelings about politics and the most politically aware of them in what Scott Rasmussen said was the most startling numbers he'd ever seen. 69% of them said they would cheat to win an election. Here's one of the quotations. They would steal an election if that's what it took. Steal! Okay, my friends, so there you have it. The elite can confess to their arrogance. After all, they're only doing you a service. You're too stupid to know how harmful and evil President Trump was during his four years in office and what a crackerjack job President Biden is doing. They can cheat if that's what it takes. They can even admit to cheating. They can even brag about cheating. However, and this is very important, don't you dare call them out on it. That will make you an election denier. In fact, the latest term for election denier is insurrectionist. You want to write this down? You're an insurrectionist for pointing out what people boldly admit they're doing. And our country will not stand for that. We won't stand for insurrection. We won't stand for calling out elections unless... Unless Donald Trump wins again, then it will once again be patriotic to contest the election results as Hillary Clinton and the Democrats did during the entire four years President Trump was in office. See how it works? Catching on? Grasping the rules? This is Bob Siegel, making the obvious obvious.